Hello, everyone, and welcome to State of the Realm, your weekly Final Fantasy XIV podcast. This week, well, I'll just repeat the title for you. Power Rangers, The Rising, and Moral Degradation of the Players. What? Well, you'll have to watch to find out. I'm one of your hosts, Michael, Mr. Happy Pover Ramon. Of course, joining me is Sly, a.k.a. Sly the Fox, a.k.a. Sly, a.k.a. Gray Fox, a.k.a. You my boy, Blue. How you doing, Sly? Sly. Oh, now he goes date to zero days without incident. Oh. Yeah. Yes. Nice. Zero days good? without incident. You feel good about yourself now that I, I didn't unmute myself? I, I feel so good right now. You don't even understand. Everybody gets one. Everybody gets one. Everybody, everybody does get one. I get so much ish for that. Whenever yep. I do it, and I'm at least controlling all these things, Sly just has to just one thing done. There we go. Or I could be miming. No, yeah, you could before. be. Yeah, that's. Yeah, no, no, no. You're right. I don't know why I didn't think of that first. You're totally right. I. That's just the most logical answer. Yeah. That there could have been to uh, to what you were actually. My doing. mom game is on point, dude. Your well, mime no. game. Yeah, you're. Some would call you a Mister Mime. Ah, that's a Pokemon joke. Anyway, so uh, this state of the realm, this is another state of the realm where we like the whole week we're wondering, man, what's this show going to be about? And then everything just kind of falls into our laps, like within 24 to 48 hours. Yeah, pretty of, much. Of the start of the show. And we have a lot of little news bits to talk about. Um, and so we're just going to. But it adds up. up. But it it's all up. adds up. And it's all important stuff that we're waiting for because. Uh, we still don't know anything for patch 3.4 and we're not used to not having information at this point we've been talking about that for weeks but, but we will soon we will soon indeed sly why are we gonna know soon because you know there's this thing happening you know uh the um 14 hour anniversary stream oh yeah i've heard of that yeah yeah uh it's gonna be happening august 27th oh yeah august 27th um if you weren't there last year you know, 14-hour stream, a lot of stuff happens, some fun stuff, you know. Uh, there usually is a live letter. Some, yeah, there usually is a live letter, and then there's, you know, ancillary stuff like a, um, a minion hunt. Like, I don't know, how, I don't remember how long the minion hunt happened. I was there, I was just watching late, late as fuck. And... I, didn't he do it for almost, he, I could have swore they make him do it for almost the entire 14 hours, like, whatever it is. I think last year he was trying to get mounts from... Uh, some mount. He was getting mounts of minions last year. I remember the first year he was, was doing Atmos. I'm gonna say it was minions. Well, yeah, I think he was, was trying to get as many unique minions as possible. Right. Like, didn't matter what he did. He could run a dungeon. He just couldn't have somebody hand him a minion. Uh, for no. Yeah, reason. I remember that rule. You you couldn't get a, you couldn't have somebody trade you. Um. Right. Uh, people invite uh, him to parties though. Yeah, looking back at the schedule from last year, they had the lore lowdown special guest corner. The Orzia census, and and I actually I'm actually looking forward to this year's census because it's 
Like we we did a show like maybe a few months back with the census, uh, with um, Lucky uh, Bonjo's data, and I'm looking forward to see how we're evolving, so to speak, in, in terms of the Final Fantasy XIV community. I, I never uh, look forward to the census because it's a it's a buttered down. It's not even watered down. It's buttered down because it just slides past my point of caring. Uh, where it's like it's like how many Makotes are they? How many uh, how many paladins are? Well, there? we 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 know we have a main you know there's the main data which you know active players, uh, dungeons done or whatever uh, raid raid uh, completion rate things like that. That I don't know if that's going to be on there specifically, but you know all the ancillary stuff. Yeah, you, you can kind of scoot past the main just, stuff like. I just want them to tell us for once how many concurrent logins we have again. They used to do that. They haven't done it in a long time. I just want to hear from them what their what the concurrent logins are. Oh, by the way, invisible drink. <laughs> That's that invisible lacroix. Yeah, it's that it's that lacroix. That sparkling water. It's lime flavored. That's why you can't see it. Um, and oh, good. I was just gonna say, what do you think he's gonna be hunting for this year? I think he's gonna be hunting for yokai medals. Legendary yokai medals this year. I'm like almost positive yeah, that's what he's gonna hunt yeah. for. Because the anima, like, it's not like they can make him hunt for anima crystals because that you can do that in two and a half, three hours with all the buffs. Mm-hmm. And minions can't do minions again. Uh, mounts would be kind of weird unless he had a group of eight to do them with. So I'm thinking legendary yokai medals. I'm thinking that's what he's, and he'll honestly, he'll probably come pretty close to finishing it in the 14 hours. He'll probably get like eight or nine weapons in that time. Yeah, because the first day of Yokai, people were saying, "Oh, Sly, I've got five weapons. I've I've got seven weapons." I'm like, "How the hell are y'all doing this shit?" you like, and we say we say, uh, "Well, I say that I want excuses to go back and do your old content. This is definitely that excuse." But we have two months to do this shit. Why are y'all trying to do this in the first fucking day? <laughs> I'm like doing it like three hours a week. Like I did three hours last Saturday and I got three weapons done and that's like one, maybe eighth, one, yeah, probably about mm-hmm. one eighth, a little bit less than uh, right. than what the total is. So I expect it to take about 20 hours total, about five, six weeks. So with eight weeks to do it, I'm uh, I'm not worried. Let's just say that. Yeah, but yeah, I I think I agree. I think Yokai Watch will de- definitely be a part of the uh, fourteen hour broadcast. Um, and then of course they have you know the question, the Q and A panels, things like that. And right. um, and we talked about this before uh, before show, but last year I think they did a Theat Rhythm versus like Saito versus Yoshi P. I think it was Theat Rhythm. No, well, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I I could not remember what it was versus, but and I kind of remember that they did it at several events. So I think they did it at a Tokyo fate, and it kind of spilled over into the um, the fourteen hour broadcast. So who knows? Maybe Theat Rhythm will be there again, and Yoshi P. Yoshi P. will um, probably did he win? Oh, oh, I don't even know. Like yeah. those are fun little things, but I but I've, these fourteen hour broadcasts are usually at such a bad time that like I pretty much am just a, a, I'm alive for the the live letter, and that's it. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Um, yeah, so we have that, and of course, that's going to be our next live letter. Like that—that's it. Like that's it. That will be our next live letter. Is that fourteen-hour broadcast on August twenty-seventh? And they haven't—I don't think they outright said that in the post. Maybe they did, but we know the only events between now and August twenty-seventh are Gamescom and this event. Mm-hmm. 
And Gamescom has already confirmed that there will not be uh, a live letter there. There's going to there's gonna be PvP, there's going to be a Nidhogg uh, trial challenge, and there's going to be, like, one other, one or two other things there, but there's not going to be a live letter. Which makes sense, because it's only, like, six days, six to eight days before this 14-hour broadcast, so why do a live letter there? Uh, yeah, speaking, of, speaking of Gamescom, it's going to be pretty light in terms, well, not just Final Fantasy 14 content. It's going to be light in content, period. This is going to be one of the lightest Gamescoms we've ever seen. Like a lot, not a lot of... I mean, first parties will be there, but not in full force like past years. It, it's going to be pretty light. So, again, in terms of the 14 content we're getting, it's just going to be you know, the little ancillary stuff you get, the, the battles and stuff like that. And the t-shirt, you know, I beat it hog, which I really hope they bring that t-shirt fan fest. Uh, otherwise, they'll probably have the new challenge even though i want that i want the older shirts too give us a chance to get all the shirts all I mean, the shirts that'd be cool. yeah yeah um i'm i'm uh expecting that the nidhogg shirt will also be at west which is a week yeah. at pretty much a week after gamescom so uh that'll be available it's just that i know you don't get to go to all the events so sorry sure <laughs> shirt. sorry just a shirt that's all i want <laughs> Oh, man. And with the, these 14-hour events also comes The Rising, which uh, somebody pointed this out to me earlier. Uh, last year, The Rising and Moon, and the Moonfire Fair have overlapped with each other. Now, mm -hmm. we're going to talk about the Moonfire Fair uh, pretty much right after we're done talking about The Rising here. Um, but I, think, I don't think that's going to happen this year because the Moonfire Fair is already overlapping with um, the yokai event, which I've been, there's going to be like three events that overlap with the yokai event because it's so. But long. really, is that necessarily a bad thing to have three yeah. events overlap? Because it, it gives you, it gives you more to do, and even though it's seasonal stuff, it gives you more to do, and we like stuff to do. Yeah, I like stuff to do, but there's also no reason for that. There's there's nothing to gain from them overlapping at the same time. Like, if they were to happen back-to-back -back versus overlapping, it would be kind of mm -hmm. spread out a little bit more. But, I mean, the the Yokai event is kind of the most time-consuming event, whereas the Moonfire Fair, I don't expect to be that. But the Rising, so last year at the Rising, ever since last year, we've been waiting to hear those magical words that Samurai and Red Mage are going to be added to the next expansion. They're not um, going to let us know. They're going to tell us to wait till FanFest. But, I mean, what are they going to do? For Are we just going to go back to the to the same floor where we met Yoshi P last year and he's going to update us on, like, what they've been working on? Like, what are they going to do for the Rising this year? Because the first year Rising was the Wandering Minstrel. You know, mm -hmm. we did something for him. He gives us a little message that says, oh, it's been a year. It's been crazy. Here's a bunch of NPCs to thank you for all you've done. And here's a dank emote for you and some dank minions. Last... Are, are we gonna are we gonna kill more RMT? See, now that was last year's event where <laughs> yeah. the guy hires us to kill those bugs that represent RMT in the game, which mm -hmm. a lot of people probably still don't know. If you remember last year's event, guys, that the very first part of the quest is you have to go kill bugs in Central Thanalan, and it, it's a fate, yeah, yeah. And the wandering minstrel comes and says they'll keep multiplying no matter how many you kill; they'll just keep coming. And those were supposed to represent RMT. Uh, it's possible we continue that story from last year, but that eventually led to us going to um, what? Do you remember, what was the number of the floor? Was it the 18th floor? Was it 18th? I don't remember. So if we're I think wrong, it was the 18th floor. 18, yeah, 19, um, whatever. We go to the, the same floor of like the Square Enix HQ that uh, mm -hmm. that Yoshida and team work on the same floor, and they basically give us a few little teasers. We get to talk to NPCs that represent 
members of the team. Uh, Koji Fox is just ridiculous over in a corner. Buff, buff as shit. Buff. You have uh, Toshio uh, doing the Atma challenge over in one corner, which mm-hmm. was great. Uh, and then a bunch of them just like some of them had little tiny conversations. And then they mentioned Doom Train, and then everybody flipped their shit. Oh my god, yeah. we're getting Doom Train. Yeah. Yeah. Where? Where's the? Uh, where's the? Um, they was like, where's my wind-up Doom Train that I've been working on? Yeah. And then on top of that, there's a little side event that when you go, if you, when you finish the event, if you then go back to the 18th floor and talk to Yoshida, he says, he just starts, he's talking to himself, and he goes, oh, what job should we add next? Samurai? Red Mage? Oh, but you'll keep these idle musings to yourselves, won't you? And everyone considered that pretty much a confirmation of those two jobs, when in all reality, it's to be taken as is. He's just talking to himself. Mm-hmm. and spitballing ideas to himself. So uh, this year, we, I, I don't know if we'll see anything that's more definitive. I'm sure a lot of it's going to be teasers, that there's nothing, there's no solid ground to say this will happen. But they, I just don't know what they'll do differently. You know what I mean? I think yeah, that's, well, that's about it. Another thing that was there was, was Twin Tani was there. Now, was that before or after we actually got to Twin Tani? I don't remember, actually. Uh, what would you ask me that question one more time? Uh, yeah, because you remember, I think, um, Fox Clown was there, and I think he was right beside uh, Twin Tanya. Was that before or after we got it? After we were able to get Twin Tanya? We what didn't, after you're talking, uh, you're talking about the wind up Twin Tanya, or am I no, it was, a, it was a, it was an actual full to scale Twin Tanya and you know, Neuralink and everything. I don't remember that. I, I, I don't remember that at all, actually. Really? Yeah, I don't remember a full-to-scale Twintanya having any anywhere in the Rising event. I just don't. So if it was there, I just I don't remember it. I just I remember the the words. Oh I, yeah, they're they're saying it was the mount. Okay, yeah. So it was the to scale Twintanya. But... Oh, it was a statue statue thing. Okay, yeah. I just oh. don't remember. It looked I, like it. I don't know. I think it moved. I think I want to say that the. They kind of neural link around its neck move. Uh, I don't remember. I don't know. I just remember Wind Up Dune Train, Samurai, Red Mage, and then one of the other people working on the game <clears throat> is arguing with another person saying, uh, what color comes after black and white? Is it red or blue? And then everyone's like, Red Mage, Blue Mage. Them debating over what mage would be coming next. The right. whole thing. So, uh, and yeah. Soken, Soken was in a corner at a piano, I think. Yeah, he yeah, was yeah. working on the music. Yeah. Talking about how the long hours, how he just never gets a break, pretty much. Uh, in fact, most of the people I remember were kind of talking about that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we never get breaks. We never get to go no. on vacation. He says, and he says that almost every panel. Like, he just seems so fucking tired. He every, is tired. Everyone who is. works on this game is tired, man. Ah, that water's good. Yeah, I just hope that's a good rising event. Wow. I hope we have a good rising event this year. I imagine the rising event will actually begin... Flat out August 27th because the next event we're going to talk about starts this Friday and ends on August 26th. And that's the Moonfire Fair, our <laughs> yearly summer event. What was the Moonfire Fair last year? I don't even remember what we did for the Moonfire Fair last year. I don't either. I remember. I think we escorted. Uh, I Oh, that's right. That's when uh, they had the 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 shack out in Costa del Sol and you had to bring that item to them or you had to 
you had to bring like some some sort of token or something to them and there was a crafted item that was part of the quest that people were selling for like fucking 50k i don't remember what it was called uh it was no it can't couldn't have been battered that, fish battered fish that's the battered one yeah. fish yeah that's okay and everyone was like oh dude i can make battered fish level five recipe some for 50k a pop but there that's every that's almost every um seasonal because i remember the christmas seasonal um i thought that was me no it's me i don't know what they've been doing they unloaded the recycling earlier so maybe they're doing <laughs> trash right now yeah but yeah but um as i was saying i remember for every seasonal we, you get get that item for the christmas i think it was the bills that everybody was making and making a lot of money off those bills mm, maybe. Here, here here here's a bell bell here's clap a bell. bell clappers bell clap. yeah all right but anyway moonfire fair starts this friday so if you're looking for a with a break from the yokai watch event this is not gonna be that good of a difference anyway <laughs> um so everyone was wondering why so let's cover the, the so we covered the rising in the title the mm -hmm. next part people are wondering is why does it mention Power Rangers in the title? And that's because of this glorious teaser <clears throat> from the Moonfire Fair. Come on, Aorzea. It's posing time! Seasonal event from Friday, August 5th, 2016 at 1 a.m. to Friday, August 26th, 2016 at 7.59 a.m. That's in Pacific Standard Time. Tells you where you'll start the quest, and then it lets you see... These dabbing poses right here. You're going to be able to obtain the Red Ranger, Black Ranger, and Yellow Ranger pose A and B. You're going to be able to get a full set of Legacy Warrior Armor, which is dyeable, by the way. And then you'll also get a Firefly Lamp and the Moonfire Fair Orchestron Roll, and as well as some previous iterations, uh, some previous items from last year's event will also be available from vendors as well. So, yes, that is why we mentioned Power Rangers in the title, because these poses, which I think we saw two live letters ago, are finally going to be making their way into the game. Sly, how do you feel about becoming a Power Ranger, and which Power uh, Ranger? Gavin Ranger? A uh, Gavin Ranger, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm not that excited for it. I mean, it's like, it's just another event. And there's really, there's no Black Ranger. There's no black ranger they, they didn't they didn't stay true to form dude. what do you mean red black and yellow ranger I, I i'm looking at the picture though i don't see a black ranger. they just yeah they didn't put a black ranger in the picture uh but they have the black ranger pose racist they have the dabs and everything the black ranger pose is the dabbing pose what? I'm just saying. That's what it is. It is. It's the one that looks like he's dabbing. I'm looking at pose A and pose B. That's, oh, the symbolism for the win. That's, oh, the, that's, the, that's the dabbing pose. Holy shit. Oh, God. It's the dabbing I'm, pose. I'm not, I'm not touching that one. Like, you, you said it. I'm literally just pointing out that that is the pose. <laughs> and you're saying that it's not there, but it's there. It's a reward, and it's the dabbing pose. I'm just saying. Mm. Anyway, um, so which ranger are you, by the way, if we're going back to Power Rangers right here? I'm the Black Ranger. You are the Black Ranger? Without the dab. God damn it. Without the dab? Without the dab. Well, I mean, you're going to have the dab emote anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean... I, I mean, you could, the Red Ranger pose is uh, is the one where he's, like, sticking his hand out 
and then the yellow ranger poses with the hand on the hip. It, it's I don't remember the actual poses of the Power Rangers from back in the day. I just every time I think of poses, I think of Ginyu. So yeah, yeah, yeah it does look a little bit Ginyu-ish. Yes, I, uh, I can see a bunch of Green Rangers going around here and just going, like bring out the whistle and just summoning Tintani as a Dragon Zord. That that'd be relevant. Yeah, that'd be a good callback. I mean, if you think back to the original Power Rangers, they were pretty racist. Like I'm, <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm just saying. That like yeah. yeah they were they yeah. were that was pretty bad profile just a tad just a tad bit. just a tad bit just a dab bit anyway oh. so <laughs> yeah so this full legendary set looks pretty nice uh it's, I don't think it's anything too spectacular but it's <clears throat> I think the headpiece is really uh where everything kind of kind of takes off right there and then there's a firefly lamp I could care less about that to be honest hey it's a far mm -hmm. eastern lamp the fireflies fly around to provide light i'm just saying it's gonna look good in somebody's fcs yeah that's pretty true um and then there's an orchestrian role which uh it just says the music role for the moonfire fair i don't even i guess i guess they might have like power ranger-esque music here but have we ever really known our seasonal events to have special music because i Sometimes I'll actually turn on the music just to see if it's different, and it's the same old music that we had. Sometimes they'll use the special event music, but I don't <laughs> recall any unique musics. I'm hoping that this is like some sort of Sentai thing similar to Brute Justice, but we'll uh, we'll see. Maybe it's Papaya. No, Papaya already exists as an orchestrian role. Yeah. there's We don't need another orchestrian role. This is clearly a new orchestrian role that isn't the Papaya theme. So calm, calm your, uh, calm your breasts, everyone. All right. So uh, on top of that, so uh, how do you do this? So Heroes of Tomorrow is a quest in Limsalo Minsa. Um, Mayaru, Mayaru, Mayaru. It's M. It's M A Y M O M O Y. So it's Mayaru Moyaru is seeking help to add an extra bang to the festivities, which, considering we have fireworks, is all you'd really need. Those with a burning passion for the summer festival are encouraged to seek him out and see how they can contribute to the celebration. And then under that, it says, how do we do this event? Special fates will appear in the area surrounding Costa del Sol over the course of the seasonal event. Completing these fates will reward players with fair vouchers, which can be exchanged for various goods. So more fates. So if you want to take a break from the yokai fates, well, do come you do really some Costa del Sol fates. I mean, yeah, they'll overlap. Yeah, you could technically, overlap. you could technically wear, you could technically put keep the minion out for Eastern Lenosha and double down. Mm -hmm. But these are so the one major difference here is these are special fates specifically designed for this event, whereas the other event didn't have any special fates. We were doing the other fates, and I guess that's the real question here: is do you mind doing the fates for a seasonal event as they're new to the seasonal event, as opposed to just being told to go do the older ones? Again, I'm all for an excuse to do old content, and I'm not doing new fates. Uh, it's just that it's only going to be it once you do the seasonal events over. So you're only going to do like maybe one or two fates, go turn it in. That's it. And I th feel like they planned ahead for this because apparently no yokai minions have an Eastern Lenosha one for their legendary. Oh, you're looking at the medallion now? No, everyone in the chat is making sure to tell me. 
Mm. It's like they knew, yeah, we're going to have fates in Eastern Lenotian. God forbid we let them do two events at the same time. Hmm. Mm. Yeah, just don't use that one. Just use all the other zones. you got plenty of other ones, guys. Yeah. Of course. Of course, Greenix. Thank you so much for thinking of us when you made this event. <clears throat> so do, are you going to enjoy these fates? Are you going to do this event Friday when it comes out? Yeah. Absolutely. Because I'm not doing Yokai Watch anytime soon. I mean, I'll do a fate or two if I'm, you know, leveling. But other than that, uh, it, it's a good break. Um, one thing I've been wanting to ask about um, events in general, especially seasonal events, we've been in 3.0 for how long now? Uh, 3.0 officially released on June 23rd of 2015. Early access was June 19th. Why Why is it that these events don't throw in the 3.0 areas? Because we're always um, going back to... We're always going back to 2.0 areas, and it would be nice for a change of pace to actually go to an Ishgard area and have it. It's because then, then it's going to require anyone who wants to do them, they have to be in the expansion. And these are not considered expansion mm -hmm. content. They don't want, as soon as this becomes a Heavensward area, I'm not, I'm okay with them making Heavensward areas an option for completing certain things, like if mm -hmm. players do have it. But placing an event in a Heavensward area while they're still locked behind, you know, you have to get the main story to go to these areas. If that ever changes, we might see it. But until then, that's basically requiring level 50 and 2.5 to get a seasonal event done. And you might have new players joining the game that want to get excited about these events and they can't get excited because guess what? They got to go do 106 missions before they're going to get there. But essentially, they have to do something before they do seasonal events. Yeah, they got to be level, but in this case, usually it's level 15 or 30 or something. Yeah, so like that. you're like, you're, you're not going to get That's a lot lower of a, th of a threshold to have to reach than level 50 and 2.5 done. Yeah, yeah that, I mean, true, true. But it, like, again, you have to do something. You can't be like fresh out the cart. Oh, I'm going to go do this seasonal. I mean, eventually, you're going to reach level 15 in no time. But still. I want to see some something new, and I understand that it's locked behind, um, you know, getting everybody involved and everything like that. But I just want to change and pace in the events. I, I like it. It kind of gets stale going back to New Grid for for this event, or going to Costa for this event. You know, just change it up. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, I mean, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm, I'm okay with the idea. It's just I'm not okay with. Removing um, it from yeah. level fifteen because you like I said, essentially, you're essentially forcing it to be a level fifty plus event. Right. And there's a place for those, but I don't think it's here. And we'll talk about that a little bit later uh, when we get to uh, a later discussion regarding uh, Gamerscape interview. So, guys, Moonfire Fair this Friday, August fifth, one a.m. Pacific. It starts. It'll probably take you no more than an hour to get most of the rewards from it. That's that's generally how long these events take, unless you're like hardcore and you just i don't know you maybe you need lots of lamps lots of firefly lamps like more than any one man can handle or you want to store them away for when the event ends and then you sell them on the market board for jacked up prices i've seen people do that before too they do it on like they make eight characters they get like one for all the retainers for every character and then as soon as the event ends and they're not available from the event anymore they sell them all on the market board and make bank I'm sure quite a few of you do that. There we go. Uh, so <laughs> anyway, next in our news tidbits here, we have the Gamer Escape interview, and this is where the moral degradation part of the title comes in. 
So uh, Gamerscape did an interview, and this interview goes all the way back to E3, but they were waiting on Yoshi P to reply to an email uh, with the remaining questions they didn't get to ask him, because <laughs> I didn't, uh, I wasn't sure if Yoshida actually did press at E3, but uh, I probably did, based on just this. But it's only it's only four questions, very short interview. Right. Uh, but we'll be taking each question and discussing it, minus question number three, which we'll just bring up, because there's not much of a discussion there. Right. So question number one, updates to the diadem. Uh, what's going on? <laughs> Considering we have had no live oh, letter. Oh boy. Considering we didn't we haven't had a live letter since E3, uh this question's welcome. So Yoshi P said that they are basically with all the feedback they received, they're basically treating it like it's a brand new piece of content. That's the amount of development they're putting into it. Uh which considering we've discussed them and their resource management, I don't know if that's necessary, but if I guess I, I mean I guess it just means that other than Palace of the Dead and this, like we're just not going to see any more super OG ideas from uh, from them until maybe the next expansion or something along those lines. Agreed. Uh, don't you love that? I, I did. It gave me an excuse to fish. I, I made money off of fish and diadem. I w would love to go back. I would love for it to be relevant enough for me to go back. But it, there's just no sense in me going back by myself. So. Well, you can't even because you would need to, at least one other person with you. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. I, nobody's going. Like, <laughs> hey, I got a dieting party. Like Yay. Five hours. Five hours, nothing. <laughs> like, you keep putting the party back up and expecting somebody to join that shit. Nobody's joining that shit. Nobody. Well, uh, for the Diadem, they've they last time they spoke about it, they said they didn't know when the Diadem update would be ready. They said that they may do 3.4, 3.5, but at 3.4, considering the item level, would not be a good time. So we kind of 3.4 was always kind of a shaky estimate for when they would do it. And they reiterated that here that they probably won't be ready for 3.4, but that they are going to take pieces of what they're doing and put it in at 3.4 just to give it something small before they literally revamp the entire thing from the ground up. And how they're doing that is specifically for people like you, Sly, you'll be able to queue up into the random one for just Disciple of Land. So if you just want to fish, you just want to mine, you just want to, uh, you just want to botany, you can queue in just for that and only for that if you want to. Yeah. So are you going to go back fishing then when 3.4 hits? I'll look at market bull prices. I mean, they, so the other thing it says they're going to they're going to add up to date rewards. So you might have to check those market board prices on 3.4s that on 3.4 day. Yeah. No, I just don't. I don't see it changing that drastically. Uh, the day of, um, it's still it's still. I guess non-relevant. I wouldn't say non-relevant content, but like I don't, I don't think it's going to draw up or drum up that much interest as opposed to now. No, I don't think so either. Which is why the rest of the remake coming later will be the most important part. He very specifically says there will be more information on this in the next live letter. So get to it. <laughs> Give us the next live letter already, please. I'm tired of waiting. I'm so tired of waiting. All right, question now, number two. Now, yeah, take question this one. two. Um, this is where the moral degradation part of the 
uh, of the title comes into play. Just days after patch 3.3, I tried queuing up for Frontline Shatter and was stuck in a 20-minute queue. We've all been there. Uh, are there any plans to do something to help alleviate long queue times for large group content? Uh, first thing, first thing Yoshi P said that he, uh, in terms of the content itself, um, he wants to stack, meaning it will not be with every major patch. It will be kind of like a 0.5 patch. Yeah. So it'll, it'll like, and I understand this, and I, I like the idea of having, you know, a PvP patch to itself for, you know, just to let it shine for a little bit, and then we get to the more important patch. That's fine. Um, Go ahead. Oh, no, I was waiting for you to be done. Yeah, so uh, you basically we would stop getting it on major patches. That's the most important yeah. part about all that. But that's not the only part, because I think Yoshida, without even being asked, understood that the truth behind that question was, can we get mm -hmm. rid of Grand Company Restrictions? <laughs> <laughs> how many, how many, it's been, it's been, since 2.3 people have been asking that question. That mm -hmm. was when Frontlines was first added into the game. Right. Um, and Yoshida actually says he's no, they're not concerned about lore implications, that they, they could find ways around lore implications of uh, the grand companies of people from one grand company fighting alongside another one. The reason he gave, the reason he gave his biggest fear for not removing grand company, uh, for the reason why he hasn't removed grand company restrictions, is the, it, the moral degradation of our players. What? I almost feel like I need to Google what moral degradation means just to, like, think of maybe there's a, another way it could be interpreted. <laughs> because, really? The moral degradation of our players. Which is already present. Have you been on Reddit before, Yoshida? There's no morals here. If you've been on the general discussion forums, there's no morals here. Again, Have you been on Gilgamesh? There's I, I no think morals. He's, he's saying it without like mentioning mentioning NA or EU, but this is an NA or EU problem. <laughs> this isn't a JP problem. There's no moral degradation in, in on JP servers. Um, if so, it's probably like 0.5%. As opposed to NA and EU where it's just Odie. 45. I would say a good 45% of, of, of its presence, um, of the presence in, in a EU does speak to more degradation, especially on Reddit and especially within, within the game itself. It, it's not moral degradation not. with the grand companies than there is without the grand companies. <laughs> Let's just be I, frank. No one gives a shit about moral degradations here. People just want faster queue times. Like, it's not, it's nothing more complicated or difficult or any, there's nothing else. And this honestly isn't even the worst, this, I mean, it is the worst part, but it's not the only reason <laughs> why it's listed. Unless there's like some other grand company content that's like coming out that's like, it is a matter of which grand company you're in and that's important. And, like, it's your fellow man is does not have certain things available. It's, or, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> because he also mentions spy activity and particular teams farming for one single grand company. 
But if there's no restrictions, how does anyone farm for a specific grand company? And who's spying? What are they spying on? <laughs> what are they spying on? <laughs> I mean, the only way I interpret spying is like when what you have now, if like, let's say I'm streaming a Frontlines match and I'm on mm -hmm. Adders and somebody's watching my stream to figure out what the Adders are doing to win the match on their team to communicate. Like, but you don't have that with Grant. Like, I don't even understand. Premades. Okay, premades. That's not spying. What are spies in this case? Get good, twin bladders. Yeah, like, we, we really, do we really take, you know, I mean, we, we kind of rib about other GCs, and that's fine. It, it's, place, it's, all, it's all in jest. Nobody really takes it that seriously. I mean, I don't. I'm not. I'm not switching between adders to fuck everybody else. But nobody takes it that seriously. It's. It's not an. I agree. It's really not an issue. Like, it's not. Uh, it, um, it. Like the only time it would be an issue was in the feast, and there is no GC GC um restrictions in the feast. So um. Yeah, that would be the only time spying would be would kind of be a thing. But it, there's there's no KGB in the friggin' in the friggin' grand companies in friggin' PvP. You don't just I'm glad he said they're running tests on it on their end about removing it, and they'll please and please please hold on a little longer. Well, I don't know, but like after reading that, I feel like I've been morally degraded, so I uh, I don't know if I can wait any longer, Yoshida. Just that's it. That's that's why we have long queue times for Shatter. By the way, queue times aren't so bad on uh, Ether. Still, just has to be prime time, and the queues are reasonable. Uh, yeah. But yeah, and 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 speaking of the queues, like going back to last Friday, um, if you weren't there uh, for calling time, they were having trouble. Yeah, the team was having trouble with cubes. That kind of speaks to the whole issue. Like, if your own community team is having trouble with the queue times, trying to get into front lines, Feast is a no, it is a totally separate monster. It, it, it's easier for Feast, but front lines. If you're having that much trouble with your community team getting in, it's an issue. Yep. Mm -hmm. I think they were also. I think part of the community team thing was also the hope that maybe more people would queue for it while they were doing it. I know I did my part on Primal. Oh, they were on Primal? Yeah. Oh, no wonder they had shit queue times then. Go to Ether if you want to do an event like that. You just had to talk shit, didn't you? You just had to go, you just had to go there with no navigation. You just had to go there. Fuck Aether. Fucking Hollywood Aether. God damn it. I'm just, I, I knew he was gonna. I, I was like, I was just like gently tossing it up just to see if he would take the bait. And of course, of course, that, that's not bait. That's a fact. You know what else is of a fact? <laughs> of course, they had problems on Primal. Yeah, yeah. It's a fact that there are better queue times on Ether than there are on Primal. <laughs> you have some of the. The largest fucking my eggs. That doesn't mean it's not true. It's just that's why it's faster. 
You can't, that doesn't make it less true. <laughs> like, that's just what it is, you know? I know it took long, a, a little while for me, but I did get into some frontline matches. Oh, a um, little while. What? A lot of while? Sorry. It's okay. It's okay. I got in the matches. I got in the matches. I participated. I did my part. You know? Didn't see, didn't see any of the communities on the team, though. I wish I would have. Because I did you, both. Can I ask you a question? Okay. Were there any 24-man matches there? Yeah. Okay. Actually, my first match... First match, I think it was 8-on-8. Eight eight eight. And um, we, we started out with... We started out with six. We didn't even have a full party. The match started, and we like got two more people as the match progressed. But when it started, we were getting demolished because we only had fucking six people. I mean, that's pretty much what Shatter is, anyway. Yeah. It's PVE. It's PVEVP. Yeah. That's what I like to call it. All right. Okay, so now Gamerscape, this next question, by the way. I have to commend you on replicating actual live letters like with this next question. Because this is... <laughs> It's pretty much so it's known that most live letters have like those handful of great questions. And then there's that like one question that peach. like that's like the peach question. And this I mean, to be fair, once again, it's a question that regarding people with housing, it is a thing. People who what the hell are they? You're painting doors. What are you doing? I even painting our door. Our door's already painted. Anyway, just sounds like someone's got like a bag of, of bolts and they're just jolting it up and down like yeah, they're just banging it against the door. <laughs> I've been painting it. So uh, the next question is basically, when you're designing your house, partitions, they stand out too much because they have separate designs from everything else. Can we make it so wallpapers apply to partitions so they match? Peaches. Peaches. Every time, every, every time I hear questions like this, all I'm going to say is peaches. Peaches. Um, I, I mean, you know, there are, like, there's a or there there's a or tier cribs for a reason. People do take, you know, designing their their houses seriously. Um, I, I remember having that issue with Lex. I don't give a shit to extent. <laughs> I just want it. I want it to look manly. That's it. Nothing has to match. Everything could, you know, look completely awful, and I would be fine. It's just a place I'm going to go and probably emote sleep. For a little while, if I'm AFK or something, that's it. Uh, in terms Value. of this, <laughs> yeah. Uh, in terms of this, it, even from a design standpoint, I, you are the, in in real life houses. Do, when you have a partition, do you wallpaper your partition? <laughs> oh, <No! laughs> from a design standpoint, why the it's fuck a are you? It's a fantasy game, Sly. It's a fantasy game. I understand that. But do you really wallpaper your partition? No. No. Why do you own a partition? I did once. It broke. I was gonna say. Yeah. Like if then you don't you can't say nothing because you don't own one. Yeah, it, it was a it was a black partition with like I, I guess like a little like you know, it, it was kinda it was kind of Japanese looking. It, 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 it was kind of windowed, but it my, had, my real question is, who the fuck puts wallpaper everywhere anymore? Just paint that shit. 
Yeah, who uses wallpaper anymore? Oh man. But, but yeah, I mean, I could see that it, it does speak to the designers of AOT, and that's fine. If you want to wallpaper your partition, do it. It's gonna look fucking awful, but do it. If you if it if it feels right to you. I want to see Fusion's house now. Actually, I don't. Did, I didn't read it. Was Fusion the one asking these, or was it just a collective thing? I'm not sure. Either way, I'm gonna assume that Fusion's house is very mm. well designed at this point. Oh yeah. All right. Well, anyway, best of luck with your. And he, they said that they're looking into it, plan on addressing it because they've received a lot of feedback asking for such a thing. Peaches. Important question. Just like a lot of people ask for peaches. All right. Okay. And the final question, which was a bit of one of those questions where you just, you know, you're not going to get an answer, but you ask it anyway. So again, perfectly replicated live letter right here. Um, number four, will 3.x, AKA all of heaven's word end on patch 3.5, just like 2.5 ended with, or 2.x ended with 2.5. Obviously the 0.55 patch is considered a piece of 0.5, so uh, that would likely be included. And uh, the and Yoshi P said the official answer has not been revealed yet, and he laughed. Come on, Yoshi. We know. just be honest. We, we we know. We know. We know. You don't. We know. We know. So yeah, I mean, he just said we don't know yet. We won't know until it's officially announced. And this kind of this kind of brought something up to me. So uh, we t people don't necessarily like it when we do this very often, but I'm going to bring up World of Warcraft here. Um, World of Warcraft does something called pre-patch, where they add all the mechanics that can be accessed prior to max level into the game month and a half approximately in advance of the expansion and it allows people on the live servers to basically get a feel for any way that their class might be changing or progression systems might be changing or crafting might be changing or whatever is changing and they also usually do some sort of big pre-expansion event where i don't know maybe undead are attacking the cities or uh you know there's uh, events out in the world there's rifts that you have to close or you know demon rifts or something whatever right Maybe the reason why he's not sure is because maybe the expansion gets one of these pre-patches for the first time, and then we move on to the expansion, as opposed to the way it's been done prior to that. I don't see that. Why not? Like, I'm okay with... I'm okay with getting the patch, you know, of course, the week before, and then going right into full release. I'm okay with that. Um, but don't they have, don't they test within? Listen, I'm tired. No, we need players no, need no, to get no, their no, hands no. on this. No, no, no. We, okay. I know this is your issue and you've talked about this before, uh, like giving us the tools or giving, letting some of the community actually test and you know, that, well, that's a great idea on paper. I just feel like it would backfire. Backfire what? Well, how, you know what backfires? Them releasing Dark Knight, Astro, Machinist, and two of the three are barely fucking usable for the first, like, six months of the game being launched because they didn't want to test this shit first. And warriors being warriors. And then what happens? We, we, they make and then the, we wait seven months in the job. They make the changes. Available. They make the changes. 
I'm like, we don't like this shit. What was it originally like? Only the testers know. Like, it, 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 it has a possibility. more than 10 people testing a piece of content. You need more than 8 to 24 people testing a piece of content mm-hmm. to know if it is properly balanced. I just want to say this. Yeah, you're, this, you're talking about the same dev team that thought it was okay for Dragoon to have shitty magic defense at the at the exchange of 500 more HP, and they got one shot mechanics all the time. And you know how long it took them to fix that <laughs> until like 2.45. Thanks, devs. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> I'm like literally. I'm down for anything that's especially if they're gonna change because they've been talking a lot about. Um, consolidating abilities because if they they said like we said last week Yoshi did flat out said if we add more abilities I can we can, seriously cannot expect any players to reasonably use them or to use all the abilities they have now it's impossible based on how many abilities some of the shit have. we have we don't use anyway I that doesn't mean it's not usable though and people do find scenarios only for in them. PvP but there you go that's a piece of content that has to be considered but even in pve the amount of buttons required i think i checked my ninja and i think i ended up having like 27 buttons in total or something like that Mm -hmm. as part of my opener i don't even remember but it's uh it's just like he it's it's true you can't reasonably add five more abilities again and expect your player base to be able to just immediately handle that and I mean, you got to think about it. A lot of players got a lot worse at the game when Heavensward came out. Yoshi P himself says DPS numbers are down across the board from like the majority of the players because all the jobs became on some level more difficult to play with these added abilities or the playstyle changed mm-hmm. in some way. Mm-hmm. And they can't do that. They can't reasonably just add five more abilities and, and basically make it happen again. You know, understand what I'm saying? So... If they do some sort of consolidation where the amount of abilities we have changes drastically, I would I'd be very welcome to getting my hands on that on the live servers three weeks to a month in advance. So even without the new abilities, I'm getting a feel on how I play my job with the way they've been consolidated. So would you be so I think we talked about this before, but you would would you be for like a one button combo? Like just hitting the same button to consolidate to consolidate space. It depends um, on the job because well, I mean that so, that works for some jobs, but you can't do that for summoner. You can't do that for black. Yeah, Day. like it, it, it had to be tested. So, like, main example, um, true thrust warble full. Yeah, that, it would work. Like honestly, it would work there. And for yeah. the other for summoner. So, um, yeah, just yeah, with but like you said, with summoner and and casters, I don't think it. it it would be difficult. You, like, you, you, there's a balance you have to find between the jobs. There is a balance. And the question is, when will they find it? I get asked this question yesterday, two days ago. Do uh, you think that they, they, somebody thought it was unrealistic to not add another tank and a healer to the game because Warrior and Scholar are too dominant and they need another job that competes with those? And I'm, I'm just thinking to myself, okay, I agree that Warrior and Scholar are in too good of a place, but adding another job doesn't necessarily mean they'll be knocked down a peg. Like, yeah. adding Astro and Dark Knight didn't mean anything for Warrior. And honestly, Astro is more, like, equal to White Mage than it is better or worse. And it's just flat-out worse than Scholar. Dark Knight's pretty much the same with Paladin. It's just that it has higher higher DPS, you know, dicks per second. And that's all anyone cares about when it comes to EPing. 
So yeah, yeah. The thing is, when they add jobs, it's not it's not in terms of level of competition. Or this job is going to be so OP, you know. That usually ends up happening when it's going to be either OP, it's going to be shit when it first comes out, and um, it's not a point of contention or competition. It's a point to supplement the other jobs when you're doing content. Um, I when when I look at maybe a red mage or a samurai, I'm not looking at it on the basis that oh, it's going to be the most OP melee or tank, or, depending on what the fuck we get. Um, you know, I'm looking at how will it do with this comp, how will it do with that comp, uh, things like that. It's it's not a matter of contention. It's a matter of supp supplementing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What about those parry changes, man? When are we seeing those? They said three point <laughs> yeah. four or four point three point four or four point oh. I'm still putting my money on four. They're gonna like we're gonna get we're gonna I think you're gonna see them once we get the, the patch notes. It's gonna come out of nowhere. We're, they're not they're not really talking about it. They said it, and if it if if they if they don't show up in three point four, you know, next live letter we're gonna get asked where those parry changes. We know. Yep. Oh. Yep. We're working on it. They know. Yeah, uh, it, it would really surprise me. Uh, like, I would really love to see someone's animal weapon. Harry, no, I wouldn't. Don't do it. Please, no, no, no. Like, just I'm. I, I, no, 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 if, no. Yeah, yeah. If anybody has a joke or whatever, if you made a mistake, you made a mistake. If it was a joke, haha. I would love to see an image of your animal weapon if it has Harry on. You know, we're going to ask you why. What made you do that? Don't do that, Sly. Let's put him on the spot. No, 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 no that's fine. It's fine. Yeah, it's all right. Perfectly it's fine. fine. There you go. Fine. Okay. Well, Sly, you added this next part onto the show notes. I'm going to let yes. you take control. Um, it's always good to hear from our community team. Um, there was another Gamerscape uh, post. We asked the uh, FFXIV team, the community team, how and would you Yoshida and Koji? Yoshida and Koji, how would you change change in Prime? Okay, let me just be clear. When I first saw the title for this, I thought it was like I, you opening know, from, up a can of worms. No, I didn't. Under, I didn't really understand what the question was exactly trying to entail like how would you change prime does that mean would you change their appearance would you change their story and that mechanics. actually is mechanics you know it could be any yeah. of them and at first i was like oh this is this is probably going to be really cool i can't wait to hear some of these answers the first answer is okay yoshida yeah. Yeah, of, course, of course yoshi p's answer is going to be like the best out of all of them i thought um, koji's answer was going to be the best but then i remembered he's a walking meme so he just <laughs> Yeah. Uh, all right. So, Yoshi, Yoshi P picked Shiva. You know, um, because you know Shiva is, you know, a manifestation of Yasel, and we and he says we all know the story of the real Saint Shiva and her backstory. Um, given her supposed fiery passion, she might not be that different from Ifrit. So uh, yeah, I would I would agree with that. I would actually like to see a more fiery Shiva. Fiery Fiery Shiva. Yeah. Why not? We have we have ice Vulpix now, so the mm -hmm. Alola form of uh, Shiva, her neck can grow out, and she could turn into uh, she could turn into a Lola Shiva. Yeah. So then we have Koji Fox and Mike. I'm gonna let you. <laughs> like, 
from Koji Fox on, I'd say that after Koji Fox, Bayonne had the most serious answer. Bayonne and even even Devin. Devin, yeah, like their their answer pretty much was the same. Yeah, but, but a little bit different. But then Koji Chenin, I almost I wanted to call her Lux Paris, but the article calls it by Chenin. Yeah. Um, Aya, Tony, Tony, they they all went with food. Because they, they were hungry at E3. Koji wanted to open a restaurant with all the primals. And then we have Aya, who wants Shiva to be the goddess of ice cream. And then, and then we have Tony, who wants Ravana with his earth and his fire aspects to be a culinarian god. And then he's got, instead of, I guess instead of swords, he's going to have, he's going to be like Spongebob on his first day. Flipping burgers. Work, flipping burgers or something. <laughs> And then we have... Um, Furious as a blaze! Yeah, Furious as a blaze. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Just flipping burgers. Furious as a blaze. <laughs> I mean, honestly, it was hilarious to read. It was a great read from Game yeah. Escape, and I'm very happy that it... Like, I just... I went in thinking it was going to be super serious, and I just walked away like... Oh. God damn it, really? Only three answers were super serious, and it was Yoshi's, Matt, and Devin's, and Matt and Devin picked Leviathan. Uh, yeah. For actual good reason. Right. Um, and Koji, Koji went the food the food route along with uh, Tony I and Jenin, and he wanted the primals to kind of be like a diner drive-in dive thing. Uh, what do you say? Um, Garuda constructs the burger with skill, and alacrity of a Hamburger University trained sandwich artist and keeps the layers in place with one of her pinion feathers. Leviathan mixes and preps the fountain drinks while Shiva chills the glasses. And finally, Fizzmark delivers the orders across the realm. <laughs> Amazon drone style in a, in a, in a half bell or less or your food is free. Rama, Ramu, uh, the old curmudgeon in the corner of the store nursing that complimentary cup of water while reading the morning paper. Odin, Odin's a level 8 vegan, so you won't find him anywhere near the place. Wait, wait, I forgot, I forgot, I forgot. Ravana slices the minces the meat, Titan pummels them into patties. Ifrit's char Ifrit chars them to perfection with his help. I'm just gonna say, any, <laughs> any food joint that needs this many people to perform the task of making a burger is never gonna make it financially. <laughs> Like that's way you have to hire way too many people to do way too many specific things. Your I chef. Just love the, I just love the fact that Robin's in the corner chilling with the free water. No thanks, I'll just have water. And that's dangerous because water conducts electricity. Yes. That doesn't make any sense. He's gonna short circuit himself. And Odin doesn't eat there. How do we know Odin doesn't eat there? He's not vegan. Level eight vegan, to be precise. Level eight vegan. I'm just saying, like, if you need somebody to slice the meat. And then you need somebody to pound the meat. Pound the meat. Giggity. Phrasing. Um, <laughs> you're hiring way too many people, and you're going to have oh to do Oh, my layoff. God, Cody. And do you really want to lay off a, like, Titan? Is that re Do you really want to go that far? Because he will flip yep. the whole fucking joint upside yeah, down like, if he can. Mountain Buster the I'm entire time. fired! <laughs> <laughs> like, you can't do Oh, my do God. That. There we go. Oh my god! Oh, Honestly, a, good, when, a good funny thread though. It was it a really funny thread. When it comes to Odin, his sword is is the primal. So how is he? Does how does he even eat? <laughs> does the sword get hungry and tell the primal, "Hey, dude, no no meat. <laughs> get a fucking salad." 
or something. And good King Mogamog didn't even get the job because he's annoying as fuck. He's probably running the chump bucket down the street with his seven other little fucks. We're not even going to count Sefi. Is he making salads? Is he doing Honestly, salads? I remember seeing a, a, a comic of Titan playing, I think it was chess or checkers against Sephiroth. And when, when Titan did checkmate, Sephiroth put his arm on the table and swiped it off. <laughs> I imagine Sephiroth would be the busboy then because you just put a towel on his arm and he just goes up to the table and he goes... Poof. And he just fucking he breaks throws. every fucking dish. Yeah, he just throws all the food into a fucking garbage into a fucking garbage pail or something. So there you go. That's uh, the new cafe, Eorzea uh, Cafe. So expect yeah. to see that at an Eorzea Cafe near you at some point or something along those lines. Yeah, we can somebody make it an anime or something. Please give us, please, please. give us, send, please, please tweet at Sly and me your art for anything regarding this because i would love to see elaborations and then if also tweet it like i don't know somebody else like tweet at somebody from the community team i was gonna say koji but then i realized koji doesn't have a twitter so did, did you see the uh the little pick for primal burgers that they had in the post no i didn't i, I i'm not looking at it right this second <laughs> you want to say it oh no, no 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 i know yeah okay never mind i did see this okay yeah all right i believe yeah. I believe. Okay, so fun little thread. Uh, had a fun time reading it and imagining it, as you can see, uh, for certain. And you're probably wondering right now why I didn't put Eorzean Food Wars in the title alongside Moral Degradation of Players. Um, probably because I couldn't handle four memes in the title. <laughs> and then we All the dank memes. All the dank memes. And then we're going to move on to the last little bit here, which is something that I couldn't find the thread for anymore. So I think because it may... It deleted. It may have been removed. I don't know. I could I could have just missed it. It could have moved back X amount of pages, but I looked, like, to the 26th, and I couldn't find anything. In this last week, there was a general discussion thread requesting that Yoshida stepped down as director of the game so that they could get a director with more fresh ideas. What? Mm. What? Honestly, it, it's a controversial thread, but I really don't put a lot of weight into it. I, I don't take Neither it seriously. Do I. I don't, like, it, there's no reason to take it seriously. Um, anyone in their right mind knows that, you know, he doesn't do this all on his own. There is a development team. Like, he can bring the ideas to him. He has fresh ideas, too. But people right. bring ideas to him as well. So, if you're saying, if you're pretty much saying or assuming that all the stuff we've, ha we've had in this game thus far is just strictly Yoshi P and Yoshi P alone, you are sadly mistaken. Yeah. You can't ever pin everything. That's like in Diablo 3 when everybody pinned it on, uh, on what's his name? Uh, something Wilson. I can't remember his name. But it was, it was the director of Diablo 3, and he got pinned mm -hmm. for everything. That's because he was the guy in the front. He was the guy whose face everybody knew. He was the guy who was mm -hmm. immediately going. But this is every game, unless it's literally made by one person, is always a group decision. There's probably some form of democracy in there, as much as the developers. Jay Wilson, there you go. Um, 
it's like you can't just pin it all on one person. Be like, it's because that guy's our director. He's the only reason. <laughs> no, it's everyone in the office comes together and says, let's make this. Let's do it like this. What can we co- complete reasonably within this time frame? We need to give. We need to let the artists do concept. We need to let the 3D modelers complete whatever they're doing in there. We need to decide the strength. How hard are they going to hit the damage calculations? We need mm-hmm. to decide what the bosses will be, what level of difficulty the mechanics will be, what type of player do we expect to be able to do this content, do do they need, is there any way specifically they need to access, there's a lot that goes into every single decision. And you can't literally go to the director and producer of the game and be like, it's your fault. Only your fault. And ask him to step down. Ghostcrawler is another perfect example of a guy who got basically... He was the sole person everybody gave shit, as opposed to the entire team, because he's out in the front. Um, I just thought this thread was ridiculous. And it seemed like, before it got deleted, most people, at least on the first couple of pages, were like, you know it's not like he's the only one that like says, hey, we're doing but this. He has sense. He, like, we have sense. We, we were so close-knit as a community. We, we watched the live letters. We know what goes on. Um with the development team in the development cycles, we know it's not a single man effort. And it and I'm glad I'm glad in a way that this kind of policed itself. Right. Because um like like I, I it it really would have been necessary for, you know, I mean Reddit eventually did take it down or he believed in stuff, I don't know. But like we have common damn sense. We we've been with this game, most of us since inception. And uh, most of us you since um 1.0 uh (laughs) different times different times but still um we know what goes on in this game you know we read the news you we listen to podcasts we make a podcast um we have this news at our fingertips we we know everything we pretty much know everything about this game and for one person to be that short-sighted it's sad but I'm honestly glad that we as a community policed it and we kind of, you know, shut it up. Well, yeah, I mean, it was, keep in mind, this was general discussion forums, the official general discussion forums where this was. So it was, I think it was just removed because of negativity, because it was probably a circle jerk trash talking thread towards the end, especially. Um, just knowing how I've seen the general discussion threads blow up in the past. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, I mean, do, should, should they try to get some new fresh ideas? Absolutely. But that comes with them kind Who's of... Who's to say that we don't... They, they don't already. A lot of it, I have a feeling, comes down to... They're like, oh, we gotta fucking appeal to the masses. All right, cut that cut that out. We gotta think about everybody here. Mm-hmm. Just, just, yeah, just just, just whatever. Once they've played it, we'll add something later. Like, how I expect Palace of the Dead to eventually, like, not just be 150 more floors of the same things. There's even three Pomander slots that weren't used for anything in the first iteration. So clearly something else is planned in the future. So they want to try new things, but this is where it goes back to the PTR. Cause I feel like we, especially for things like palace of the dead, like diadem, those are the things we need a PTR for not the raid encounters. We need them for these new ideas to see how they're going to work and see if they need adjustments as opposed to putting them on live people trashing on certain aspects of it. And then they fix it later after people have already kind of consumed the content in the first place. It's like a fresh idea, but not a fresh execution. Diadem, fresh idea, not a fresh execution. Uh, execution. Palace of the Dead, 
it was okay on both fronts. It just it could have used more creativity. And Aquapolis, honestly, probably the simplest idea, probably turned out the best of the yeah. things so far. And Lords of Romanian, we don't go there. Even the Yokai Watch <laughs> event mocks Lords of Romanian. What do you mean time. you don't go there? You do the fucking uh, challenge, the challenge log. You did. Yeah, I did to get my Fenrir mount, which will probably be on the fucking cash up as a red one for thirty dollars in the next month. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm. Just, I'm. Just, maybe the red Fenrir is for the Rising. I don't know. I'd still be pissed because I fucking got a million MGP for the other one, but I'll, it's better than the other. It's better than the other option here. Saves me the MGP. Having to go do oh, daily crackpot. Oh, yeah, especially with Final Fantasy count-up. I've basically been logging in once a week to Final Fantasy fourteen. Well, twice because I raid and then I... Uh, yeah. Yeah, did five to seven. Did five to seven yesterday as Machinist. Man, Machinist is just fucking weird to learn. Like, we're beating the fights, like, it's like it's easy, because it's fucking A5, A6, A7, and we're beating it, like, well ahead of the friggin' Enrage, like, by minutes, but, like, I just, like, I'm, I got, I get to the fight, and I'm like, I'm just, this is just, man, I gotta, I gotta do something different here, because <laughs> this is not the way this job is supposed to be played. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, please don't say that there's Mog Station maintenance tomorrow. Don't put the Red Fenrir on the fucking thing tomorrow, please. <laughs> don't. I don't, don't want to wake up to that. I don't want to wake up to that. But you did wake up to the news about the 14-hour live stream. So I will say this. I will say Hap Jesus on this. Which, by the Hap way, last week I said that at the end of fucking State of the Realm. I said, so tomorrow they could just announce that 14-hour broadcast, huh? Yeah. Hap Jesus. I will, I will give him that. I will give it. Hap Jesus. So tomorrow, please announce the Red Fenrir. <laughs> just do it. Just, just, just don't tease me anymore. Just, just fucking do it. I don't care anymore. All right. Well, on that note, ladies and gentlemen, we've covered all the news from this recent week. Next week, we'll see what we've got going. But keep in mind all these events that are going on. You may also start seeing some more E3 uh, interviews pop up. I don't know if there was any... Uh, embargo on any of the e3 ones i think some of them already mm -hmm. released but uh i i don't know maybe maybe there's more to come maybe there's gonna be some from gamescom there might be some behind the scenes one as the 14 hour thing so we have a few bits of news in the next week we'll be sure to keep you up to date and with any ridiculous general discussion threads that we just and food and aorzine food apparently that's that's just, burgers there we go there you go please but uh, we're going to sign off, move over onto the post-show for a few minutes. So, Sly, why don't you tell them where they can find you at? You can find me on twitch.tv slash slykgreyfox. You can find me on Instagram at slykgreyfox07. You can find me on Twitter at slythefox. You can find me on Behemoth Plot 14 Board 5 of the Lavender Beds, where I'm not currently doing the Yokai Watch, because you have to, I have two months to do it. I'm patient. You're never going to... You don't understand you're going to say that till the last week. I have one primal weapon. I mean, primal weapon. I have one yokai weapon. One. I hope it That's was. It. I hope it was the Mangy Mutt one first, because if not, you got a long way to go, my friend. Lazaria. Oh, you are just why you shouldn't have done that that was a bad idea it's the easiest one you go to out that's why you that's why you save the 30 medals when you need 30 of them you save it for blazaria instead of seven so you can do it in one of the easiest zones possible at the same uh, time i was leveling the bar so okay yeah, yeah i guess anyway uh and then you guys know where to find me uh mr happy twitter facebook twitch youtube 
all those places, normal places you can find me. Also, don't forget, uh, for the next seven weeks until September 30th when 15 comes out, in the middle of a Final Fantasy Marathon FF Count Up, the hashtag FF Count Up, playing through all of the single-player main-numbered Final Fantasy games from 1 through 13. That does not include sequels. So that's 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 12, 13. Once we finish 13, if we have bonus time, we'll go back and play the other games. I'm currently at the probably about the last 30% of Final Fantasy 4. I should finish it tomorrow. So uh, then we'll start Final Fantasy 5 on uh, Thursday. Most likely. So we're... I was supposed to start Final Fantasy 3 today. I'm almost done with 4. So I'm making up for Final Fantasy February back in 2014 because I only got through 1, 2, and Lightning Returns back then. So <laughs> making it happen. Oh, why'd my camera go black? Hello? Darkness, everyone! Darkness! I don't know why... Oh, actually, I think I do know why that happened. I think it was because I overwrote my face with... Uh, with something last week for State of the Realm or something, but it was only gone for a second anyway. So anyway, guys, we are going to wrap things up. Thank you for joining us this week. We'll see you next week for another episode of State of the Realm. And this time, by the way, this was episode 75. Last week was 74, so next is 76. I'm not going to make that mistake again. So I got it. I'm back on track. Thank you for joining us, everyone. We'll see you next week. See you next week! <laughs>